Welcome back to the Freedom Pack podcast and today it's the big one, it's episode 10. We're talking about entrepreneurship. Now, I think everyone listening to this podcast will understand the standard definition of entrepreneurship. But when I looked it up in the Oxford English Dictionary, it didn't hit the nail on the head for me. So I looked into definitions by successful entrepreneurs. And I loved this one by Derek Hudson, the CEO of Datical. He said, entrepreneurship is at the core of the American dream. It's about blazing new trails, about believing in yourself, your mission and inspiring others to join you in the journey. What sets entrepreneurs apart is the will, courage and sometimes recklessness to actually do it. I thought that was perfectly spot on for me. So there are many people out there who would tell you that choosing to be an entrepreneur is stupid. Your parents, teachers, etc. But I tell you who won't. That's the financially free. I thought I'd take a look at some of the top reasons not to become an entrepreneur. And I went to the I went to the source. I went to the most popular article I could find. It was on virgin.com and it was titled Top 5 Reasons to Not Pursue Entrepreneurship. And I thought some of these were pretty hilarious. Number 1. Inconsistent income. And I quote, with a regular job, you can always budget. Number 2. Bad work reward ratio. This made me laugh so so hard. As opposed to what? Trading five days of work for two days reward? Talk about talk about a bad work reward ratio. Number three. Oh, and this one killed me. The odds are stacked against you. Wow. This clearly tells me that whoever wrote this is one of those characteristics that we spoke about in our negativity episode. Number four. Dealing with negativity isn't for everyone. Quote, Nobody likes to hear criticism about themselves. Oh my God. This is exactly what we spoke about last week. This is the wrong mentality if they were trying to build self-esteem. How are you supposed to grow without criticism? And number five. This one takes a cake. It was simply titled... You are not the next Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg. Jesus. Maybe whoever wrote this doesn't have a shred of self-belief. But I'm sure as hell that everyone listening to this does. This is single-handedly one of the most toxic pieces of media I've ever read. Shame on you, virgin. No, Joe, I, I found a couple of those hilarious. And having surfed some really popular articles... I can confirm that that some of those, they pop up on every single one of them. And there's so many people who are are so fast to tell you that it's it's the wrong choice, it's stupid. And, you know, that's why whoever wrote that article is writing for Virgin, and they don't own it. So, having laughed at a couple of those points, Joe, talk to me a bit about why you should pursue entrepreneurship. Okay, before I start... Can you please read out point three on your list again? The odds are stacked against you. Okay, 
So I have done some research into studies based on millionaires in the Western world. Let's look at study number one, which featured in MJ DeMarco's The Millionaire Fast Lane. This broke down entrepreneurs and office workers and, and professionals. The chances of becoming a millionaire via working in one of the latter roles was 1 in 2.1 million. That means that 1 in 2.1 million people will become a millionaire whilst working for someone else. Conversely, the probability of becoming a millionaire whilst owning your own income is 1 in 9. 1 in 9 entrepreneurs will become a millionaire. The odds really ain't stacked against you then. Yeah. Or, or to rephrase, one in nine people that actually register a business. Yeah. Um, so then I looked at other studies. The the famous book, The Millionaire Next Door, which is one of the biggest studies ever conducted into millionaires, that over two-thirds of millionaires in America are self-employed. I think that that without a shadow of a doubt that there is just an insane more potential to become a millionaire or to achieve financial freedom as an entrepreneur versus as a worker. The reality is is that if you work in an office job, if you are a professional of some sorts, reality is is that you probably will achieve a fair amount of of money over your lifetime, especially if you follow a a typical, you know, cookie cutter path university, uh, a lot of qualifications, you'll probably achieve a large amount of money towards the end of your life. But is that really the goal? Entrepreneurship to me is a is a means goal. It's not an end goal. Nobody should optimize their life to become an entrepreneur. But whatever your goals are, if financial freedom, if making an enormous impact, if having goals to change the world, if time flexibility, if these things are, then without doubt that entrepreneurship is the way in my opinion. And, you know, there, there are just so many, so many reasons that, that people don't, people don't tell you in these type of articles, you know, there's, there's the work-life balance, there's the development, there's the confidence, there's independence, there's so, so many. And I, and I just wanted to run, run a few by you. So we'll start off with work and life balance. There's a stigma attached to entrepreneurs that they have a one-track mind and, and tunnel vision on their business and they have very limited time for family, friends and hobbies. This is a complete myth. One of the common motives for entrepreneurship is a better work-life balance and so, so many do it to be able to find time for friends and family and they do so. That is one of the biggest benefits of being an entrepreneur. You decide how much of your time is invested in, in things that are important to you. New skills and development. There are so many new skills. You, you, have, you have no choice but to learn as an entrepreneur. A big one is sales. Most entrepreneurs learn how to sell and they learn quick because otherwise their business is going to die. You know, other skills come along with this. Managing, accounting, marketing, customer service. All skills that you, these people would never have learned unless they worked in those fields. Confidence. A normal 9-to-5 job is never going to push you outside of your comfort zone. 
Entrepreneurs, however, must leave their comfort zone. If they're going to last, they have nobody to lean on but themselves. And they have no other options than to trust their own decisions, which in turn builds self-esteem. Not only will you become a stronger business person, but a stronger person in general. Independence is another big one for me. You know, thinking for yourself, connecting with people on your own accord. It's a freedom that people haven't had since their childhood, which is why entrepreneurship is so refreshing and invigorating. And the last one is contributing to world progress. So everyone wants a purpose. Everyone wants to be able to to impact the world. How are you going to do that sitting behind a desk working for someone else, you know, taking orders? Entrepreneurs, they work to make an impact and they do have a purpose, which is what everyone does want to feel. The solutions they come up with are making an impact and contributing on world progress every single day, which is inevitably going to bring so much more joy to your life. So in conclusion from just those few points, my take on entrepreneurship is that it improves you as a person. You'll learn new skills, you'll grow in confidence, And a few years into it, you're going to be a complete new transformed person. And I think that all comes down to entrepreneurship. Is there any, is there any other, you know, benefits you wanted to add to that? Well, I think that, uh, I like what you just said, but I want to relate it back and I want to make this personal. I want to talk about going back to one of your points. So basically you said that entrepreneurs are people that want to change the world. Yeah. Right. I completely agree with that. And I think, I love the definition by Ty Lopez where he said that an entrepreneur is somebody that tries to recreate the world in their own image. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers, right? So the reason why me and you started this podcast, this business, this brand, was because we recognized the huge problem with the education system. We both did a complete education, we went through school, we studied hard, we went through university, come out with very good degrees, and then we realised then that after doing it all, that the path which is laid out in front of us is very stale, it's very, Hmm. you know, it's a gradual incline to retirement. But is life supposed to be that way? Why is it not supposed to be like a roller coaster? You know, that's that's one thing that I want to I want to ask. And for me personally, I fear mediocrity and boredom more than I fear failure. So what the goal of this was, was to, it was to inspire, to to open people's minds that there are, there's so many different ways that you can make it in this world. If you go into a, to a high school and you say to a teacher, how can you become rich? I guarantee they would be absolutely dumbfounded. They'd be scratching their head on the spot. Uh, I don't know. Uh. Rubbish. The odds are clearly stacked in the person that actually makes their own business. And it's, and it's not even a, a comparable statistic. There's a two million times better chance of becoming a millionaire as an entrepreneur versus as... Uh, as an office worker and or as any type of worker and remember right, that as long as you were alive you were either going to to live to build your own dreams or you're going to be used as a resource to build someone else's 
That leaves you with three options. You become an entrepreneur and you set up your own business. You become an office worker and build someone else's dreams. Or you become a professional or a trade in some sort of thing. But even in that last scenario, you still don't essentially have any control. You lose the locus of control which entrepreneurship brings. And you're probably, uh, you're probably spending an, an exuberant amount more time doing that than, than what you necessarily have to do as an entrepreneur. I want to know, Lewis, what prompted you to, to follow the entrepreneurial path? Well, I think for me, I like to use the word potential, right? So we're, in, we're living in a world now where job seekers are always talking about progression. They say, I quit my job because there's no progression. I'm doing this job because there's progression. You can get, you know, there's no limit on what you can be. But if you're working for someone else, there's always a limit, okay? The person you're working for is always making more money than you. You know, you, you, you can't scale it if it's not yours, right? So there is a ceiling on whatever you're doing. And I think, you know, if it's your own business, if you're pursuing... Uh, being an entrepreneur, then your potential is what you want to make of it, in my opinion. And, you know, you can take it to how whatever extent you want to. There's always a way you can scale it. You know, if if you are if you are working in a job and you've got a, you know, you've got a big role and you're making, I don't know, 90k a year and that's fine for you, but you're not really happy, but the money's okay, you know that that's enough for some people. For me, I just want that that glass ceiling. I just want to be able to smash through it if 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 my potential allows me to. I want unlimited room for growth, and really that's what it boils down to for me. Wow, and it's very interesting you say that because there is definitely an entrepreneurial type personality. There are definitely characteristics which probably cross over in a study by the Harvard Business School, which was done in 2017, they analysed an incredible amount of entrepreneurs and they broke them down into different characteristics. So see if you guys recognise any of these in yourself. So the first thing which they recognised was that these people have an incredible need for achievement. They are driven by bettering themselves, by doing different things. And these things typically aren't allowed in a job. These people will will do things which probably go against the code of conduct. They will do things which they believe are better for their current job than what the, the code allows. I'll give you an example of this. In the job which I'm doing, uh, we, had a, we had a meeting, which was a health and safety meeting. But at the same time, there was a call which was coming in. And I... And the call was worth a lot of money, right? So I picked the call. So I picked the call up. I missed the meeting, and I made the deal. I made I made the sale, and I got absolutely lambasted for doing it. Now you would think that I hadn't just made the company thousands of pounds. What what they criticised me for was was for for saying that I missed an essential health and safety talk in a building which I don't even go. In. You know that was really the nail in the coffin for me as far as <laughs> as far as my uh, my career as an employee goes. But uh, 
other things they talk about is that the the entrepreneurs typically have an enormous locus for control. They want to have control over their lives. If you were an empl- if you were an employee, you essentially have very little control. People talk about entrepreneurship being risky. Try depending on a single source of income. Try losing all your control, all your autonomy to someone else. That's risky, I think. If a recession comes, you are completely wiped out. You know, that that is risky. Entrepreneurs have an, in, an innate sense for control over their lives. They want to have control over their time. They want to have control of their freedom, over their finances. If you're an employee, and let's take, like a, let's take something like accountancy. You know, that's a pretty well-respected mm-hmm. field by common yeah. success metrics. You have a ceiling of, I, I don't know, whatever it is, maybe a quarter of a million a year or something like that. Yeah. You could become an entrepreneur on Fiverr.com designing logos and you would have a higher uh, a higher potential earnings than that, yeah. which which I, I think is just, is just crazy. Entrepreneurs as well, they typically are more averse to risk, hmm. you know, because obviously with more risk, typically comes more reward. Hmm. Life is inherently risky, right? The only risk which you should avoid is not taking a single one. So if you break down uh, the Harvard Review, they talk about the big five model. We know what that is. It's openness, extroversion, agreeableness, neuroticism, conscientiousness. Now, openness means how open you are to new experiences. Extroversion, this relates to someone who enjoys being around more than other people rather than typically being alone. Neuroticism typically relates to people that are more likely to be moody and experience feelings like anger, anxiety, worry, guilt, frustration, envy. And then conscientiousness typically refers to to how well you want to do something. Conscientiousness is is the one which is most correlated to success in the business world. People high in conscientiousness, they score very high in in career success in terms of income in in the business world. So the typical big five breakdown for for the big five model, write these down guys. The entrepreneur typically is high in openness high in extroversion, low in agreeableness, low in neuroticism, and high in conscientiousness. So I score, I think, I think I probably correlate very well with with those five. I can, some of them are a border, I would say, but I'd say I probably get at least four of those. So yeah, so write those down. Obviously, this isn't, this isn't by any means a you know, there are obviously exceptions and, and whatnot, and, and this is no means, you know, a gold standard, but this is just typically what I found. You can also develop these things. I think it's vital, not just in business, but as an employee, to be high in conscientiousness, because this really correlates to 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 success in, in business and, and finances. But I think that also entrepreneurs, they have high self-efficacy, so this means how well that they can deal with challenges. If you're a person that that really struggles to 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 overcome things and they're constantly feeling overwhelmed, then I would probably suggest sticking to a more 
to a more stable path. And maybe that's right for you. Not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. But if you are more averse to risk, then then why not? If you're an innovative person, if you're a creative person, if your creativity doesn't fit into the corporate world, if you want a lifestyle that isn't bound to a nine-to-five, if you are passionate about learning, if your ideas are unconventional, if you want to do things, if you want to change the world, then please, guys, go and check it out. Go go and read about it. Go and look into it. I can I can give you books, and, and please go and check out our Instagram, The Freedom Pact, because daily we are breaking down down the best book ideas from, from entrepreneurial books, which you can get great ideas on where to start. So let me ask you now, Lewis, if someone wanted to get started in an entrepreneurial career, how could they go about doing that? Well, um, I think the first thing you need to do is obviously figure out your idea. So you're going to do this by, you're going to find out what you're passionate about for a start. And that's a big one. That's a big one for me. I know for for me and you, it's uh, self-help, it's personal development. That was obviously how we decided to do this. And that was our main motivation. So I think before everything else, you need to have a look at what you're passionate about what you think you're good at, what you think you can provide people, and obviously work out if those things are profitable in the in the long run. Um, so I think the first thing, if you're trying to get started, is you've got to be writing down all these ideas. You've got to be writing down everything you're passionate about, then cross-section them with everything you're good at, and cross-section them with everything you think you can profit from and I think that's a great start yeah I agree with that I think that you probably need to write down what you're passionate at and then cross-section this with what the market needs if you mm. listen to MJ DeMarco in the millionaire fast lane he says not to follow your passions right. but to chase market desires yeah. but again this could be a miserable path you may yeah. make you as an entrepreneur but you may also hate what you were doing and Exactly. This is freedom packed, so a lot of what we're talking about involves happiness above everything. Exactly, yeah. So so write down one circle with what you're passionate about, then cross a circle over this with what the market needs. And in that tiny circle in the middle of them, then that's probably where you should start. But before any of that, I I highly suggest learning a skill. You know, where whatever that may be to you, maybe that's marketing, maybe that's singing, maybe that's playing an instrument. Maybe a sales, but learn a skill, learn something which you can monetize, and then just start. There are a number of different people which, you know, people have different ideas about what to do or when to when to do it. But if you wait for the perfect time, then that that that's a quest which is going to go on to eternity. Just seriously, just start and 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 progress as you go. Because think about it, every day in which you were wasting, you could be building a business. You could be changing someone else's life. You could be networking. You could be growing a following on social media. So just start and then make changes as you go. Instagram, for example, started out as a contact book where you were allowed to put pictures by people's names. That, that, that Instagram now is the biggest photo network site in history. So what they did was was they had feedback from people that said, we like the pictures, but we don't need another contact book. So they kept the pictures and kept it as a photo site. 
Then that got bought by Facebook. And I imagine that the owners are very wealthy. So, you can't carry on? Yeah. So, so seriously, just starting is the most important thing. And then learn and grow as you go. Don't wait for the perfect product. Get a, get a minimum viable product and then alter as you go. So there you have it, guys. That's the that's the Freedom Pack Venn diagram. For your first entrepreneurial idea. You've got what you're passionate about, what you're good at, and what you can monetize. Those are the three things you want to start with. And I also want to say before we go is you've got to remember your why. Think back to a moment. Think back to a you know a, a place in time where you realized that this was for you. I think a big one for me was. Um, I was an employee at a at a company. I was, you know, nothing special, just a standard uh, colleague member. Um, one of the biggest chains in the UK. And I remember having an idea of how they could sell one of their products a lot, lot better than they were. So I approached someone and I told them the idea and they quickly dismissed it. And I, I asked why. And they said, that's just not how we do it. And I remember saying, well, I think you could make a lot more money doing this. And I remember being told that I wasn't paid to think. And that was a big, big moment for me in my in my realisation. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all had moments like that. Obviously, the one I mentioned earlier was, was one. But for me personally, I just hate... Oh, this sounds so ego-driven, but I just hate fall. I just hate people telling me what to do. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate that so much. I think the entrepreneurial personality, I th- I definitely strike myself as as a number of traits in there. But but entrepreneurialism simply means you just, cre- you just control your own income. You don't have to match up to this personality. But that is one for me. So I want to give you guys some, some, some reading, right? These are books which have, have, have changed my way of thinking. These are books which have progressed me. These are books which I feel have made me a better entrepreneur. I want to start with The Millionaire Fastlane by MJ DeMarco. I think the ideas in there about magnitude and scale of the business, absolutely brilliant. Then I want to recommend The One Thing by Gary Keller. I thought it was a hugely eye-opening book. Uh, The ideas which he breaks down there are just fantastic. And then go for something like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where he talks about the benefits of building a business and investing and and the cash flow quadrant. All these ideas are great and, and these are all going to open your eyes. If you feel as if, as, if we're, as if the education system has made you feel like a failure, whereas if you don't measure up to, to their standards, then just remember right, that the, the education system, it measures people on three different types of intelligence verbal mathematic and linguistic but there are a number of other different intelligences what about interpersonal skills what about your ability to connect what about intrapersonal skills you know your ability to to be self-aware and to find out about your own needs your own desires what about kinesthetic learners there's so many you know you move your body well there are so many different types you know the the education system it can crush people's people's self-esteem and they 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 brainwash people into thinking that cookie cutter path to to driving a ferrari whilst you're in a wheelchair is the right way it's not guys it, it may be for some people but especially people out there which which feel hopeless you can you can do whatever you want the market doesn't care what what qualifications you have all it cares about 
is what value you can provide it. And and I promise you, whether you whether you succeed or you fail, you're gonna have the time of your life. This podcast so far, it gets me out of bed in the morning. I'm excited every day. I'm excited to learn, to connect, to grow. It makes me want to be better every single day. I we we've talked about this and 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 we just we just love the feeling of giving back. When you guys reach out and connect to us and 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 we connect, it's it's just the best feeling in the world. And every day it just inspires us to keep going. I think that's beautiful, especially how earlier we talked about, you know, some of the characteristics of entrepreneurs, one being having a purpose and I think that is um is something we've got with this and just wanted to say no matter what idea you've got whether it's big whether it's small whether you think you need to start with investment or not you know at the end of the day we we started this of just two highly motivated best friends you know a couple of ideas and a vision and a microphone and that's it and I've got we've got a vision of where we want to take this. We want to change lives. We want to impact lives. You know, right now we're like I said, we're just we're just two best friends and a microphone. But I I know for a fact one day we'll be recording this from a studio, reaching so many more people and impacting so many more lives. So just you know, have your idea, believe in yourself, have your vision, and give it your all. Yeah, and I want to finish this with by saying that if you do decide that the entrepreneurship is your route then know these things it's going to be incredibly difficult you are going to get judged people are going to get people are going to comment they may ridicule you're going to try to be talked out of it at every possible opportunity but this is where you need to hold on to your dream right the people that think they're crazy enough to change the world are the ones that do as steve Jobs says so you need to hold on to that dream for so long. And and remember, right, if your parents are trying to talk you out of it, it's because they come from a place of fear. What they want for you is security. But security and growth, they don't like each other. Security and, and financial freedom, they don't like each other. I think that just about does it. I think it's been a been a highly motivating podcast for me um i just want to say you know 10 episodes in now uh thank you for anyone who's listened especially if you've been listening since episode one Hmm. makes a proves a big deal for us um we've got so many more plans and ideas with this podcast like joe said follow us on instagram subscribe if you're listening on itunes and also on the youtube channel freedom pact we're starting to upload motivational videos tip videos we're going to do book reviews it's going to be a really revolutionary place, I think, and hopefully. So if you check that out and subscribe there, that'd mean a lot too. So thank you for listening. I've been Lewis from Eelcheck. I'm Joseph Newton. And I just want to add to this episode that this is just a start of an entrepreneurship type series. We will be going into ideas like marketing, sales, innovation, all these things. So please subscribe leave a review and and leave a review and like comment all these things because it really helps us and if you guys want to reach out to us then please do either dm us on instagram or or send us an email at gmail uh freedompact.gmail.com and we will reply to you any questions you guys have life business 
personal development anything and it would be honestly it would be our pleasure to to help and to connect and and to grow with you guys so that is going to wrap up episode 10 and we will see you next week this is freedom pack